he wouldn't shut up. So we gave him a talk show. Sometimes I'll start a sentence and I don't even know where it's going. I just hope I find it along the way. Adam Crowley on ESPN Pittsburgh. Got this text from Tim. You will not ask me sports questions. You will ask me TV questions. I was watching Friends today, in fact. Tim Benz, the official vampire of the Crowley Show, joins us now. Tim, now of Breakfast with Benz in the mornings on a trip. Talk about that first, Tim, before we get into our TV conversation. Well, yeah, Breakfast with Benz, and we also have to talk about how I almost didn't just come on your show in a moment, too. All right, we have to, we have to straighten that out. But uh, Breakfast with Benz debuts on Monday. Uh, every Monday, bright and early, new content from overnight, uh, daily podcasts returning, a daily column at Trib Live. I'll be tweeting them out each and every morning. They'll be put out on Trib Live online. Uh, columns will still run in the paper in accordance with Kevin Gorman and Rob Rossi and Mark Madden as well. We'll have a daily sports calendar that is not just, hey, who, here's who's playing and when and where. There's also going to be pithy commentary and sarcasm galore. And uh, what else am I missing? Oh, yeah, we'll uh, kind of do overnight stories that you might have missed that have direct ties to Pittsburgh sports from other outlets. Uh, we call that first call. So things that uh, you might have not seen, like if you stayed up till 1130 for, you know, pomp on KDK or whatever, and then uh, some other stuff happened since then. It'll all be in the paper, and we'll have it all for you daily on the trip at Trib Live uh, about 6, 7 o'clock every morning. Stuff will be there for you. You know what I like best about it, Tim, is that I'm going to wake up in my morning, Wood, and I'll be reading you. Well, that's how I want to envision it. And uh, after what's it been now, three, four solid months of having human sleep, I've just decided to throw that away and uh, start this up again because there's nothing I enjoy better than being your vampire, you knowing that I'm up until midnight and up again at 4 because uh, that's that's the character I want to be for you. That's just... You're good at it, and you work really hard, and I know for a fact. I think I work hard sometimes. I can never work that hard, ever. By the way, I don't know if you just saw this. This is the greatest tweet I may have ever seen. Which was longer? James Harden's stare down or Tom Brady's kiss with his son? And there's simultaneous video, and it's 1.64 seconds Harden staring down the poor guy whose ankles just broke. And it's 1.74 for the kiss. That is unbelievable. Okay, Tim. How no, hold you... on for a second. Okay. What's, most, what's most interesting about the Brady thing is, what was the number again? 1.974, is that what you said? 1.74. 1.74. That's almost as quickly as he gets rid of the ball against the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's almost exactly <laughs> the same. I wish I had made that joke. Why did you almost not get on the air, Tim? Rookie board op alert here, okay? Oh, no, Kellen. Oh, no. I'm completely throwing Kellen under the bus here. So the phone rings. I know it's you. It's like 5.59. Okay, right on time. Perfect, like Crowley always is. Prompt. I'm good. I'm ready to go. I've I've done my pre-segment research. I know what you're talking about. Phone rings. Hello? Hey, Tim, it's the Crowley Show. Hey, who's this? It's the Crowley Show. I know. Who's this? Click. Hangs up on me. Like, I was asking as in, it doesn't sound like Tom. It doesn't sound like Joe. I don't recognize this voice. Like, 
Helen has never really spoken to me in person, yes, but not down the phone. I was just wondering who was producing. So I call back on the hotline, and of course, on the other end, hi, Crowley Show. (laughs) And I just say, no, I literally meant, who's this? And I get back, who's this? And then it turned into an Abbott and Costello routine. I'm like, it's Tim. I was just wondering who's producing, who am I speaking with? That's Kellen. Kellen, would you okay. like to? T- Kellen, please tell Tim one personal fact about yourself. Uh, I played baseball for four years at college. Really? That's how. You, that's how you want to distinguish yourself. That's it. I, I don't. I don't know. Where'd you play? West. What did I play? No, where? Oh, Westminster. Okay. So what position did you play? Yeah. I was a catcher. Hope you gave signals better as a catcher than you do as a producer. On the other I hope so phone. too. Believe me. <laughs> Tim Ben's official vampire of the Crowley Show because he never sleeps. Joining me here. That's going to happen to me. Like the next the time I'm show. in for you, something like that's going to happen to me. It's going to be like, oh, I don't know. Uh, Zach Aston Reese after scoring a game-winning goal against the Lightning in the Eastern Conference Finals. Who's this? Stop talking <laughs> about the sports. scored the goal to eliminate the Lightning. That's who this is. Tim, how do you rank the Friends characters? Uh, Rachel one, Rachel two, Rachel three, <laughs> and then everybody else. Rachel then, season then, one, uh, one. Uh, Rachel season then, two, two. McPherson. Then Elle McPherson when she lived with Joey for those two episodes. Oh, yeah. Those are the two that were on today, which is why it's front of my, like, Rachel in that season was so hot. She was at the height of her powers to the degree that I might have taken her over Elle McPherson. Yes. I think that... If I had to go power rankings, the hottest human beings who have ever lived, ever, I'm going Cleopatra, and I'm going Jennifer Aniston tied at one. If angels from heaven came down and said to us, said to me, look, Tim, we've, we've done the math, we've done the computations, we know the score, you're living to 80, um, but we'll give you the option of knocking it off at 75, um, the exchange is... Uh, you get to uh, sniff Jennifer Aniston's hair for 10 minutes. I, I would do it. You-, you get to bite her calves once. I, I would do it. That would be worth five years of my life. Dear God, Rex Ryan. You bite her calves for five whatever. years off your I mean, life? Just, whatever, whatever it would take to, like, be, like, you could ride in an elevator with her up and down 23 floors. That That would be fine. I'd wind up walking out of that elevator much like I woke up reading your columns. Tim Benz joining me here on the Crowley Show. Uh, who's the worst character? Is it Ross? Because I love Ross. Yeah, it's probably Ross. <sighs> He's probably so Gunther. polarizing. Probably, no, it's probably Gunther, actually. I love Gunther. I didn't like the episodes where Phoebe faked having a twin. No. Um, Although, I saw, I, for whatever reason, I thought Ursula was hotter. You might be onto something there. Well, she was just a little sluttier. That's why you're saying That's that. true. Yeah, because she answered the door wearing Joey's button-down shirt. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. Um, when Phoebe's father came along, I wasn't a big fan. I, I did like him in Best in Show, but I didn't like him as Phoebe's father. I, yes. I thought when they really shoehorned in all the guest stars after on McPherson, that, they, they really lost me there. Although I love Paul Rudd. I thought Paul Rudd's character was great. Yeah, I wasn't bad. I'll give you that one. He plays that role in basically everything he does, though. So that was just Paul Rudd being Paul Rudd. Yeah, Paul Rudd was Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd married Phoebe, and it was great. Uh, or what do they call him? Uh, banana hammock. 
Well, what was the name of the movie with uh, Leslie Mann and what's her name where she was pregnant? Knocked Up. That was bas- Paul Rudd basically played the same character as he did in Knocked Up. Did he not? Yes, uh, but Phoebe never got pregnant, uh, although she did carry her brother's triplets. Tim, does Seinfeld hold up? I agree with your guys' take on this one. The characters do. I mean, all these shows do because of who the characters are. Like, Friends doesn't hold up because who the characters are. They hold up because they were hot. I mean, like, we actually thought that was funny in the mid-'90s. The show wasn't funny. not funny now. You don't, think, characters, you, don't think, you, you, don't think, you don't think Friends is funny anymore? No, I don't think Friends is funny anymore. Oh. No. I, I think Seinfeld's characters are funny. And I think the situations are funny. I think you guys are, are right about that. I'm not as big of a fan of the modern family uh, office approach with the whole let's cut away to the camera and the confessional thing. I think that's cheating. That's you're you're telling good. me you don't like The Office. I liked it for the first couple seasons, and then I think it became a parody of itself. <sighs> Parks and Rec? No, nah, never watched Parks and Rec. What's Tim Benz's? I, I don't know if I'd put them in the... Would you put those shows in a, in the sitcom category? Yeah, I think you're wrong about that. They're sitcoms. Okay, well, go to hell. Uh, Tim, what is your favorite sitcom? I'm more sitcom of a person. Like, I, love, I love South Park. I love yeah. Family Guy. Those, those are my go-to. What about sitcoms? Or are you just not a sitcom guy? I, I'm not a sitcom guy at all. Favorite TV show of all time? Probably Breaking Bad. Top five. Oh, keep going after Breaking Bad? No, uh, yeah, go go ahead. I mean, you gave me nothing on Breaking Bad, so. Uh, Breaking Bad, South Park, Family Guy. Why, well, you didn't see Breaking Bad? No, I love Breaking Bad. Oh, okay. All right. Um, Breaking Bad's probably my favorite show of all time as well. Yeah, and then uh, I'm lost after that. So those those are probably my top three. How about that? Brian, your top three shows. My top threes? Uh, oh, jeez. Oh, you're right. You couldn't breaking, have, been, couldn't breaking, have been prepared for no, this. No, I'm prepared. Breaking Bad is the big one. I love that show. Absolutely. I, I've watched it three times all the way through. A lot I, of people I are, love that. A lot of people love The Wire. The Wire, I never got. Yeah, I didn't to. watch The Wire, but I probably would like The Wire. You know, uh, this, the second one is probably Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I, I love that. I mean, it cracks me up. I, I mean, like... Episodes like the gang goes black, or the gang solves the gas war, or they just—they're hilarious. Topical humor, and they're pushing the envelope, which I always—you know—if anybody's pushing an envelope, I agree with it. Third is where it gets a little bit murky. I, you know, right now I'm—I'm I'm in a mode where my third favorite, and th- this could change, but I'm watching the show called The Detour. And I love you're, this you're, damn show. You can't pick a show you're watching now. You're I can. Pr- no, you're prisoner of the moment. No, I can. Nah, because I would moment. watch those over. I would watch that show again over Is any Steph show. Is Steph Curry in the, the greatest basketball player of all time? That's what yeah. you just did. That's, That's what you just did. I, I would also throw Curb in there. Curb your enthusiasm is is insanely funny. Larry Davis. Am I am I allowed to throw in Netflix shows? Yes. Sure. Oh, okay. Um, Making a Murderer would be four then. Yeah, but. See, now that's that's just coming out of left field, though, right? Because that was damn good, but, I mean, that's not it. You like, are you going to rewatch it? Did you see any it? of American Vandal after that? Did you watch it? No. <laughs> the premise is very funny. You only need to see two or three episodes, and then you don't need to watch it anymore. But the premise is it's shot just like American or Making a Murderer, 
and it's this kid who draws penises on the cars. I saw <laughs> that. I did. I saw that, Tim. It's that's a funny. It's like kind of a mockumentary type it's a thing. Mockumentary yeah. of of making a murderer, and it's shot and set up, and just a perfect spoof. But it's like basically one really, really like too long Saturday Night Live. By, by the way, Saturday Night Live would be my fifth. There you go. That's an L would be my fifth. You guys ever but, see the League? Yes. That no, I never show, watched the league. Either. That show is hysterical. Funny show, and it and its premise is, I mean, its premise isn't all that creative, but it's an improv show. Yeah, they they set up where they want the scene to start, where they want it to end, and in some key things, obviously, some key elements. But that show is laugh out loud funny. Tim, I suggest you watch it. Yeah, Taco, just for Taco, watch it. At I'll, least I'll get on now. that with all the hours that are opening up yeah, in my life. That's <laughs> true. There, just just to sell the league once. This woman who's dating one of the main characters is setting the lineup, and Tim, you'll appreciate this one greatly. She's setting his fantasy lineup, and he's sitting there cringing, like, oh, my God, this is awful. And she goes, I'm taking Michael Vick out of the lineup because he's an awful guy. And he's like, don't do that. Vic's playing so well. And she's like, well, I'll just put in this Roethlisberger guy. And then he goes, well, he's never done anything wrong. (laughs) Well, he didn't. No. (laughs) He didn't. I mean, like, you know, there's, there's nothing that we know of beyond the Sports Illustrated article, Adam. And as you know today, in the wake of the Sean Miller news, you can't trust anything in the fake news media, right? I thought you, you texted me and told me not to ask you any sports questions. Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm not necessarily taking you there. I don't have to. We can, though. I mean, because if there's one thing that you and I like to do, it's to wallow in the tears of pit fans. And yes. in their hearts, in their souls, they would never admit this. They would always say, oh, we wouldn't have brought him on board if he paid somebody. They were ready to pounce. They, they wouldn't have let the papers of him getting fired in Tucson be filed before they brought him here to replace Kevin Stone. There's no they question about it. it. They know it. They'll say something different now, but they know it. Tim, the last time Pitt fans were excited was when Sean Miller was in the conversation at least on the periphery of their search, and then Arizona had to tweet out that photo, this completely staged photo of him walking around Tucson. Yeah, and they at mentioned Richie Walsh, I believe, in that photo. Did they not? I believe that they did. That was a weird time. I thought that the picture was, the picture was just taken at the uh, at the Steel Cactus or something. Um, you know what? I, I would disagree with you there. The last time Pitt fans were truly excited was when James Conner ran 14 yards in the preseason and pro football talks <laughs> that he was going to be better than Le'Veon Bell. And then they could all attack me. So that, that's the last time they were really excited. What's Tim Benz watching now on TV? Uh, the TV is off, so I can concentrate on our Not right now, you dink. Uh, what are you watching in general at this time? I'm getting caught up on season three of Narcos. See, Brian told me I got to watch that. Is that is that in a class with Breaking Bad? Is that I mean is anything? Mm, it's not as creative as Breaking Bad. No, I mean like the problem with all these shows, Breaking Bad, uh, this one, The Sopranos, uh, oh, help me out, Game of one. Thrones. You know, there's it, it's always how do you create a layer as to somebody double crossing somebody else, and who makes a direct character 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 turn that you don't expect for no reason just to double cross somebody like house of cards did that like as soon as somebody gets introduced i just count down the episodes until this guy is making a play to backstab someone else there's just layers of deceit and it makes me yawn kevin spacey did that too tim (laughs) well (laughs) 
again, I can't believe anything that's in the mainstream media, Adam. Speaking of stabbing people in the back and stuff, are either of you guys down with Game of Thrones? Oh, hell yeah. That's what I just said. Game of Thrones is one of those. But no, I, I, I'll drink their beer. The Game of Thrones Winter White is fantastic. Where do you Home get again. that? Uh, well, you can get it right around the corner from my place downtown. You can get it at um, this new place called The Warren. sells it. It's right next to Penn Cove. When am I coming over to drink Game of Thrones beer, Tim? I've never, never had Game of you, Wait, you've never had any Game of Thrones beer? I mean, I've had beers while watching Game of Thrones. No, no, no. They, they make their own beer. Well, Oma Gang, I think it was Oma Gang Brewery made it. The same guys that do Oma Gang did this as well. And it's uh, just beers with, like, different characters on it. And they've got the, they bought Game of Thrones. Same way, like, Iron Maiden is on an ESP. I don't know if you know that. But, yeah, Motorhead is on an IPA. I'm thinking about now, all these thoughts are coming to my head. Obviously, we're going to do TV segments with Will Graves moving forward now. Uh, but I think we're going to need a Game of Thrones breakdown every single week. But I can't believe you're not into it. There's a lot of nudity, and there's a lot of cunningness. And I feel like, Tim, you're a great guy, but I feel like you could also be cunning. Oh, I can be cunning. I could absolutely be cunning, and which is why Game of Thrones bores me, because they don't do it all that well. Oh, You, you can see it coming. You see through it. Yes. Have you read the books? The books well, are better. Here, here's why I like. I feel like I've seen Game of Thrones already in every parody that's been done of it. Like I mentioned, South Park before. There's a great like three part episode of South Park that is in essence just one big giant spoof of Game of Thrones. And like the end of every episode, Cartman is walking someone through a rose garden and handing them a flower to help <laughs> them double cross somebody. And I feel like that. That's every Netflix show in a nutshell. Let's see how long we can drag this out, keep the plot going, as someone double-crosses someone else. All right, one sports question, Tim. Are you ready for it? Go. One rule change in all of sports, what would it be? Oh, the catch rule. I'm writing about it tomorrow for the trip. No doubt about it. And it worked into a plug. Thank you, Tim. Yes, it did. Yeah, I'm I'm that good. See, because you haven't backstabbed me. You haven't double-crossed me yet. You will someday. Or I will you, or Kellen will both of us at some point or another. He just has to know our names first. Yeah, That's Kellen, it. hang up on this stranger, please. Tim Benz from the trip. Catch him out. Catch him on, pardon me. Breakfast with Benz every morning. That's the first thing I'm going to read every day. That's that's a weird thought. Because every morning when I wake up, I'm like, where's my content going to come from? And I scroll through Twitter for way too long. But now I'm just going to read whatever Tim puts out there, and I'm going to rip it off. I'm going to do it less well than he does, but I'm going to know what direction to go in. Official vampire of the Crowley Show, Tim Benz. Coming up next, which one of these 1,000 takes should I hit on next? Because I started the show saying we've got so many random sports topics to get to, and I didn't get to any of them, really, throughout most of the day. We will talk Pens and Bruins to wrap the show up, but... I'll take a vote. I'll go around. I'll go to Kellen. I'll go to Brian. I'll go to Katie. Of which topics we should discuss in the following segment. Maybe we'll do all of them. I can talk about how I hate the Bruins. What's the most emasculating thing you could do to someone in sports? That's a different take on the Harden crossover, which may have gotten some people hard. If you could clone one player, like Barbara Streisand cloned her dog, and bring that player back, who would it be? Mine's Clemente, but I'd bring him back for one precise moment. Throwing out Sid Bream at home plate. Bonds couldn't make the throw. Clemente would have made that throw. NFL rule changes? 
What rules would make sports better? Or we could talk about Andrew McCutcheon's comment. Callum, what do you want to talk about? Uh, I'll go with the clone, bringing people back. I like that. Okay, the clone one's good. Brian? I'm a fan of the clone one, too, but I think we could sneak one or two more in there. I like the rule change thing. Um, I like them all, man. Let's go with those two for now. We'll go with those two, unless Katie says otherwise. I don't. Good contribution. Up next, I already forgot what Brian said. It's the Crowley Show. The Adam Crowley Show. Axon. 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 Oh, no. Oh, it's on the nipple. Axon. 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 He went from the bottom. Adam Crowley on ESPN Pittsburgh. Our dude Stu Gotts went on Golik and Wingo today and said Prince is overrated. Get the hell out of here with that tape. Prince is overrated. I actually don't know how much Prince I listened to until he died. Full disclosure. Two shows we need to talk about, and we'll get to them at some point. Arrested Development, hilariously brilliant. Running themes throughout the entire thing. Puns, which I love. Brilliant show. Absolutely brilliant. Brian just said off mic that it reminds him of, or it's at least in the same arena as Curb Your Enthusiasm. Couldn't agree more. And then New Girl. I do think it's another one of those branch offs of friends, but it's funny. And the characters are great. And it's well written. And it's witty. And it's also cute. That's one of the things I love about The Office. It's also cute. It's got those moments that make you be like, ah. And New Girl's got that. Risk Gr- development, not so much. New Girl's going to be like, we're having this conversation about friends right now. I have a feeling that if there's ever another radio show that is in the ballpark like this one, they will be talking about New Girl in 15, 20 years. Brian, that's offensive. You said ballpark, and we're not talking about sports right now. My bad. 412-922-2874. Tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. I'm just kidding. If you could clone one player, like Barbara Streisand clone her dog, and bring them back for one moment, who would it be? I'd take Clemente and have him throw out Sid Bream. He would have thrown Sid Bream out twice. He would have picked up the ball, thrown it home. The catcher would have thrown it back to Clemente. He would have thrown him out again. Bond 17 hopped it. Bastard. And then who knows how Pirates baseball changes. All I know is this. That it got in the damn World Series. So that's mine. Kellen, have you thought? Do you have one? I'm thinking, but I don't have one at the moment, so come back. You've to been me. terrible today. Just a terrible job by Kellen today. I know. Yeah, you know, hanging up on Tim Benz. And then this. What do you think, Brian? I mean, you're not from here. No, I'm not from here, but there's one guy that came to mind. And, and I, mean, I got to go to the NBA, so I'm, I apologize for that right now. Um, Arvidas Sabonis. <laughs> You're just coming out of left field. I am coming out of left field, but here's the thing. Like, Arvita Sabonis played for the Portland Trailblazers in his later years. He was a Lithuanian player, and his son's in the league we're now, re- right? We're, re- we're yeah. really, we're really yeah, no, the we're getting out there. But here. this dude was so awesome. Like, he would just give the Lakers hell. He would pull Shaq out from under the basket because that, he could shoot. that dude would drain threes. He was a big man who could drain threes. And I wish, like, the whole time watching him play in America, I wish I could have seen him in his prime in the NBA. So if I could get a young Arvita Sabonis out there just messing 
passing with the entire structure of the NBA. Your big man can rain threes. Dude, that's awesome. Not only can he do that, but then he's going to go under the basket and grab you a ton of rebounds. He's just, he's just badass, man. Clone his ass. That's Bring him back. Yeah. Kelly? All right, so I have mine. Now, it's not for one moment, but uh, I j- just to see if he ever would have panned out, Len Bias. Oh, uh, I mean, that's a good one. It's a good one, but I mean, what are you you're trying to ruin the show here, bringing us all down? Yeah. As a no. fan, as a fan of Maryland basketball, I, I you know I, that would have been oh absolutely. I, we could have had him again, you know, <laughs> bring him right back through. Well, I guess if we're doing that, then I should just wish the Clemente's plane never went down. No, we're cloning. Oh, that's right. So, so you clone him. Stay right? on topic, Crowley. Yeah, come on, man. I know. Now you're just. I guess I did clone Clemente, so you're kind of right in that. Well, sort of, because Clemente didn't do blow and die. You know what? Another one I'd like to clone Babe Ruth just so I could see how he played. I've heard everybody for years, oh, Babe Ruth's the guy. He's so good. I don't know because I've never seen him play. I haven't watched him through an entire season. I don't know. This guy could suck if he played today. You know, And but the thing is, is if you were able to clone him and bring him back, then you get a real kind of thing. You can see what he does. Tim goes, he, he just texted me, they would have played Clemente and left. It's my scenario, Tim. I mean, get the hell out of here. Yes, they'd have played him and left. He'd have thrown Bream out. He'd have pitched, too. No, that wouldn't have made any sense. Idiot. Sorry. 412-922-2874. If you could clone one athlete and put them in any spot in history, who would you clone? 412-922-2874. Hell, you want to do it? One that's more current? I'd love to have cloned Patrick Hornquist. And this is kind of breaking space and time and all that nonsense. But what the hell? It's my damn well, radio yeah, show. Yeah, I mean, oh, let's not get reality I know. involved in I do, this conversation. I, I do love how, how Tim's like, you play Clemente and left. Like, that's the like that's the far-fetched part, right? We're playing Clemente and left. I would bring back Hornquist and put him in that series against the Bruins in 2013 when the Penguins didn't get anything going in front of the net. The Bruins did a really good job keeping everything in the outside. Tuka Rask was swallowing everything up. Hornquist would have sucker punched that guy in the ding-dong. Along the lines of hockey, maybe maybe clone Marc-Andre Fleury. Then Vegas could have him. We could still have him. That's true. Yeah. That's not bad. Everybody gets a, gets a Fleury. Although, Flowers for everybody. What would the what, Now, here's, the, here's a real question, and we need to break this down vociferously. What would the cap hit of a clone be? Would it be the same as a regular player? Oh, you'd have to. There'd have to be some. You would have to like. There'd have to be a percentage. I think a clone maybe forty, fifty percent. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. How how have none of us brought up Ted Williams? I mean, his head's already in a freezer, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it'd be easy to clone. You just go down to the old cryogenic place, pull that out of there, grab some DNA. Here we are, baby. Ted Williams. Tweet tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. Blake says, what about married with children? Get out of here with that nonsense. Oh, do not get out. Are you kidding me, Crowley? Are you freaking kidding me? Are you freaking kidding me? That is an incredible, incredible. That's sick. Oh, that is one of the best ever. For real. It is a classic? Yes. Who's in that? That Ed O'Neill, um, oh, the chick from uh, Ed O'Neill, he's yeah, in Modern yeah, Family. Yeah, yeah, then you've yeah. got uh, yeah, I know what you're Peg talking about. Peg Bundy now. is the girl from uh, Sons of Anarchy, same one. Um, you've got Bud. I don't know what he did, but Kelly Bundy, Kelly Bundy, all over the place, buddy. She was in the newest Vacation. 
Just getting hotter as she gets older, I'll tell you that much. Do not disparage married with children. Look, I like you, man, but I will jump across this table and attack you like a damn spider monkey you go after Ed Bun- Al Bundy and his family again. Okay, it's a good show. Is it actually a classic, though? Yes. Do they put that up there with Seinfeld? I don't think so. I think you should. I think you right. should because, and it's on every morning. We'll put they, it up on our poll. This a little fun fact about me, Crowley. Every morning I wake up to and read with uh, Breakfast no, with Ben's. Not well. That hasn't started, but oh. once it does, I'll change my routine. But Good. for now, my mornings involve watching Married with Children every day when I wake up. It's like eight, nine episodes in a well, row. Well, then you're biased, and I don't think your opinion counts, dude. And see, look, I'm telling you right now, I'm going back. I remember seeing it when it was actually on the air. But some of the jokes that go on there and the idea of the unhappily married like man's man who loves his cars and loves his sports and he reaches back and scored four touchdowns at Polk High. You know, brings it up every chance he gets. I mean, how many guys do we know like that? Yeah, my college roommate was that guy. Yeah, I mean, Kellen just a few minutes ago couldn't wait to bring up the fact that he played baseball. That's the defining thing in Kellen's life. Kellen, tell us the thing about you. Well, I played baseball for four years. That That didn't give me any insight. I don't know you any better now. What do you want me to tell you? I want, okay, so if someone asked me one thing about me, I'd say that while on the outside, I might be a bubbly, cheery personality, <laughs> on the inside, I'm being eaten alive by anxiety. How's that for getting to know me? Well, that's a lot better than what I said, put yeah, it that it way. Let me ask you this question. When you went over for 4, what was your mindset like? Sports. I, I don't know. I mean, I went over four. It happens, right? Okay. It tells me he's a guy who can bounce back. Well, I will say this though. <laughs> I should have said this uh, probably to Tim. I hit a home run in my first collegiate at bat. So no, that's not what we're looking for. See, much like you did whenever you were over four, you need to bounce back from this performance. Okay. I mean, Tom makes me miss Joe. Callum makes me miss Tom. <laughs> it's just a train of missing each other. Braden tweets, bring back Prime Mario and put him out there with Sid and Gino and watch that hockey porn. That's too easy. That's too easy. That's why I went Hornquist back in 2013. He's going in the net. He's being a D-bag. Maybe the Penguins have scored more than two goals in the series. How about somebody, clone somebody. Maybe if Tim's still listening, he could probably help us out with this. Who's the best person ever at taking a charge in basketball? Because Pitt needed that guy when Scotty Reynolds was dribbling down the court. Clone his ass, put him in there. This is coming from a different angle, but how about cloning Bob Nutting so you could beat him up twice? Is that wrong? I mean, I'm not supposed to say you beat up. Well, here's what I would do. If you clone Bob Nutting, you don't know if his sensibilities are going to be exactly the same. So you could kidnap the real Bob Nutting. And let's just say this. The clone couldn't spend less, and he might spend more. It'd be fair to say, but there'd be be a serious danger that if you had two Bob Nuttings, he would spend twice as less on the Pirates. Does that even make sense? No, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's not real, okay? You can't clone people. Kellen, you're going to need to improve. I don't right. see this working out. Clone Kellen. Make him good. I don't know if that's how it works. No. 412-922-2874. Tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. Coming up next, I'll tell you why 
What's funny? I don't know. What's funny? I don't Any know. one of those I'm shows sorry. today? I'm sorry, man. I didn't mean to throw you off your tees. You're about to tell the people what's coming up so they'd stick to the commercials, and here I am chuckling. Go ahead. Sorry. Coming up next, the greatest sports topic in the history of radio. It's the Crowley Show. The Adam Crowley Show. Making my way downtown, walking fast, faces passing, I'm homebound. Should I go lower? Staring blankly ahead, just making my way, making a way through the crowd. On ESPN Pittsburgh. So say goodbye to Kellen after the show, everyone. He hung up on Benzie. His defining life description was that he was a baseball player for four years, and now he can't find a bed that Katie made. What's going on, Kellen? I just couldn't find it, dude. I don't know. You just Are you not trying hard, or are you just stupid? <laughs> I think it's a combination of both. You're trying hard. <laughs> the thing I like about Kellen that is better than Tom is that I'll look over and Kellen's nodding his head. He's into it. He's into the show. Yeah. Tom's got his hand down his pants, his thumb up his ass. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's Snapchatting Katie. Oh, my like, God. Yeah, it's like all kinds of things going on with I, Tom. I, you know what? I almost guarantee you, and Tom's at the NFL combine right now, I guarantee you that I have a Snapchat from Tom. Oh, all day. Like, oh. It's the only thing he does. Like, no wonder he got his girlfriend a Yankee candle for Christmas when she thought he was going to propose. He doesn't have time to think about things. He probably sent her a nice message on Snapchat, though, as like a side gift. Before we get into Bruins and Penguins for tonight. You've been trying to get into it all Because I'm going to set the stage there. I do have the hottest take of the day. Which, guess what? Kellen's not ready for it. <laughs> I'm looking at the screen. The production's not in. So now should I sit in silence until he gets it? See how long it takes Kellen to do his job? That'll put the pressure on him. It I mean, will his put the pressure on him. To keep the radio show going, and clearly we have to stop now because... Damn! Oh, look at <laughs> Kellen! It's time for the hottest take of the day. Wow. So the Atlanta Braves have a prospect. He's 20 years old. And they're reprimanding him on the way he's wearing his hat. Remember when Pedro Alvarez would strike out time after time after time after time, then hit a bomb, then throw a ball 15 feet into the stands and pirate fans would say well if he only wore his hat the right way it's code it's racism that's what it is it's racism don't tell a brother how to wear his hat wearing a hat has no effect on how somebody plays a baseball game none not at all to me it's like when the national football league says hey black man you can dance but don't dance this way. That's what it says to me. 
The Atlanta Braves are saying, no, you're wearing your hat too black for us. That's what they're saying. The Braves, though, they've never had problems with racism, right? Oh, 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 Seriously, you're going to tell me that Chief Wahoo's got to go. And yet you're going to tell this athlete that he can't wear his hat sideways? It just, it's hilarious to me that they think it's veiled, because it's not. And it's hilarious to me that they feel like this is something that actually affects anything that has to do with the baseball field. Just like Pedro Alvarez striking out didn't have anything to do with the way he wore his hat. This kid wearing his hat sideways has nothing to do with the way that he plays. I've always thought that the professionalism stuff in sports is unbelievably dumb. The Yankees, you better shave. What? We're playing baseball for a living. Do you understand how asinine baseball is? Why does a manager wear a uniform? He's not going to play? How stupid is that? The manager dresses like one of the players. Like, imagine if Mike Sullivan tonight was just standing there wearing a hockey helmet and hockey pads. Why? Just so Katie go go give me the the okay signal there. Yeah, he is a he is a silver fox. Imagine if he's standing there wearing the helmet and the shoulder pads. Mike Tallman's gonna wear the shoulder pads and the helmet. Is he gonna wear the cup too? What? The Yankees have this edict. Well, you better dress professionally. It's baseball. It's a child's game. I know that the Leafs now and the Devils used to do it. It's Lou Lamorello. He says, you got to shave. It's hockey. It's not a real job. Damn anybody who tells me to shave. I'm a radio guy. It's the same thing. My job is stupid. It's dumb. So is baseball. Sports are dumb. Have you ever thought of sports in the context of physics? Like, what does it actually mean? Like, aliens would look down upon this and be like, what the hell is that idiot doing throwing that ball through the hoop? Sports are stupid. It's why we don't take sports that seriously on this show. If my team loses, I get upset. If West Virginia gets eliminated before I think that they should, I get upset. I do. But then that night, I'm still going to sleep next to my wife. I still have to take my dog out to poop the next morning. I still have a mountain of dishes to do. My life isn't only about sports. It's sports. Sports are entertainment. Sports is a game. Would you make the tiddlywinks champion wear his hat frontwards? Like, how absurd? Is that? Is this not the most absurd thing to anybody else? It's absurd to me that a baseball player has to wear his hat forwards. What? Why? Why? Have you seen what Barry Bonds wore to bat? Have you seen what Barry Bonds wore to bat? Look like he was going to Afghanistan. 
He looked like he was RoboCop. Rob Gronkowski looks like the $6 million man. I feel like he is... He's been soldered together. And you're going to tell me that this kid can't wear his hat sideways. It's sports! Sports is ridiculous. If a doctor shows up, okay, and he's got a scraggly beard, and he kind of looks dirty, I'm going to say, hey, man, I don't want you taking out my spleen. If I got a cop that shows up, and his shirt's untucked, and he's got food all over the front of him, it tells me, if you can't get that food in your mouth, if you can't aim the six inches from your mouth to your hand, I don't want you shooting at villains. Appearance means something in life. In real jobs. I don't care how my baseball player comports himself. I don't care how my baseball player dresses. I'm not going to tell my baseball player, you have to wear your hat this way. You have to have your pants tucked in. Shirt tucked in. Although that becomes a debate too, right? Is it high thoughts or low thoughts? My grandma used to rip on Kevin Young because he had saggy pants. She used to call him saggy pants man. It's baseball! I just went kind of Seinfeld there. It's baseball! Little Dickie V in there, too. Little Dickie V Seinfeld. What's the deal with the diaper dandy? That's terrible. I'll walk into an Uber, right? And if it smells like pot and the guy's got dreadlocks, I'm typecasting. If I walk to an Uber and I open the door and John Jaso is driving, I'm probably not going to get in the Uber. Like, my life is valuable. But if I go to a baseball game, my kid's like, Daddy, why is that kid wearing his hat sideways? Well, little child, it's because he wants to wear his hat sideways. That's the hottest take of the day. I got it. Boo, 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 boom. That was the hottest take of the day. Day, day, day. I'm sitting here dying with your uniform take. Like, why does a manager? I'm imagining Rick Patino in basketball shorts and a tank top on the side. Right? It's crazy. Did you see him when he wore the Louisville jersey to college game day? Imagine him having the cutoff sleeves. Oh, God. It is. I mean, image does mean something sometimes. Like, if I go to a dry cleaner and his shirt's wrinkled, I'm going to another dry cleaner. Yeah, absolutely. But if my baseball player's hat is is crooked, I mean, shut the hell up. Teach the kid how to play baseball. Teach him how to be a man. But just because your hat sideways doesn't make you a bad man. And if and if anybody out there, just to take it one further, maybe the hottest take of the day isn't over. Just to take it one further. If you're a person out there that thinks that you're not going to hire someone because they got a tattoo or because they got a hat that's on sideways or they're dressed. Nah, I guess it depends on the job for how you're dressed and how you comport yourself. But if you're wearing a hat sideways and you're not going to hire somebody for that, there's something wrong with you, the hirer.
Keeping in line with the profiling that's going on here with his hat, I'm going to profile the people who disagree with this. Yes. I think these are the people that are out there. They're they're the purists, the self-proclaimed oh purists. Well, they're all the, going to die the soon, The game's though. so beautiful that you can't do it. You can't make the game faster because that's what's pure. It was what, what meant to be. These are the people who just talk to hear themselves yes. talk, to make themselves feel better about spending so much time doing sabermetrics that that's all they can do is criticize people who are different. Screw those guys. F them, man. We got no patience for them here on the Crowley Show. Not at all. But seriously, if it smells like weed in your Uber, don't get it. Or do. But don't go anywhere. Just park. Hotbox in it. <laughs> Jaso. <laughs> now, see, if I'm the pirates, I'm like John. John, 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 John. We feel like you're just taking all these walks because you don't want to do anything. You're just, you're just stoned all the time. John Jaso. Who'd have thunk we'd have talked about him today? We did cover baseball, though. Do we get credit for covering baseball now that we talked about John Jaso? Is John Jaso a pirate anymore? Kellen doesn't know. Brian, do you know? I have no idea. Katie, do you know? He's driving an Uber. <laughs> Shoot, I really wish we could have ended the show on that joke. I'm looking I, up John Jaso. I could tell it again. <laughs> That's not bad. Uh, Wikipedia, John Jaso. Oh, I spelled it J O N too. I'm getting nothing. I don't have anything. I'm John Jaso. Don't know what he's up to these days. Well, you're an Indian fan. That's exactly it. Yeah, I mean, you're following your team. Yeah. You have time to follow these losers around. Yeah, I got no time for that nonsense. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though. One of my favorite things about the Indians, all their players wear their hats the same way. With Chief Wahoo as the logo. There's probably a Venn diagram of people who say on one side, wear your hat the right way. On the other side, we like Chief Wahoo logo, and I would imagine the middle portion is very, very big. Yeah, they got a Redskins or take or take or two in there too. I'll tell you that much. What do you think John Jaso's doing these days? I think John's driving a uh, Uber. That point meant to go to. Yeah, but you hit the yeah, damn the button, Kellen. Over, You're Kellen. never coming back. You're fired. My God.